You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit, one podcast at a time. <laughs> See, now I like starting a podcast with a giggling guest because that just floats my boat. And also, she's got a really similar name to me, which makes things great because I can say this episode is subtitled When Aphisha Met Alicia. How do you like awesome. that, Missy? <laughs> I am completely enamored with the title. Well, we'll we'll make it we'll make it happen. I should actually say who you are and why you're here and what we're going to be talking about today because I love what you do, Afisha. You have started a company called Wedspire, and you are all about a very similar thing to what I do with Bride Chiller, and that's helping people make sure they are on track planning their wedding, compartmentalizing all the various tasks into one space. Yes. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, welcome to the Bride Chiller podcast. Thank you so much for having me, my friend from another mother in terms of the name. <laughs> <laughs> So great to be on with you, Alicia, and I'm just happy and thrilled to be able to talk about all things weddings and mitigating the stress word um, with your listeners yes. today. I love that. And I, I, look, we, we sort of, when we were hooking up this interview, one of the topics I think we both sort of really connected with was this idea of having a wedding life balance. And I know a lot yes. of the bride chiller audience sort of, sort of say, oh, Wedding planning feels like a second full-time job. I really want to enjoy it, but it just feels mm-hmm. like a bit of a chore sometimes. And I know I felt that way when we were getting hitched. I really wanted to relish in this sort of amazing time. But also I'd just get home and go, oh, I don't want to look at any more spreadsheets and shitty things and would make me angry. <laughs> yes, yes. And and I, I completely um, understand that pain point. And it's actually what motivated us when I say us I mean my co-founder who also happens to be my husband and I to create Wedspire <laughs> and um it's 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 just one of those pains that just resonates with so many people so just to kind of give you a little bit of background Wedspire came from mm-hmm. a very personal place for my co-founder and I when we were planning our renewal of vows and like you and many of your listeners we did the typical things we browsed a litany of wedding blogs and websites and bridal magazines and really started to become overwhelmed by the endless choices. Couple that Mm -hmm. with the actual decision-making process and you're just creating a recipe for stress, right? So we realized Mm -hmm. very quickly that there wasn't an easy way that exists to source vet and purchase wedding items in one place. So determined to help millions of couples like you and like your listeners seamlessly plan their big day and eliminate the stress and overwhelming feeling kind of impacting their day-to-day life. I quit my job as an events director in in the wedding space. And with my husband's technical background and support, we created Wedspire. I love that you guys are a dynamic duo. I really respect the fact you've gone into business together because I think that sometimes, well, I mean, wedding planning as a duo is a challenge and then saying, Mm -hmm. let's extend this and make it a business. That's hardcore. (laughs) <laughs> it is, but the foundation has to be strong, and we've we've lucked out in that regard. <laughs> oh, well, bless you. I think that's fantastic. And I like, just before we jumped on the call, we were having some audio problems, and I love that your husband just jumped in and fixed it. And I'm like, that's what business is about, when one person can go, I can fix yes. this and make it work. 
<laughs> He's my go-to techie. And the ironic thing that I always say is um, I'm in tech, but for yeah. little things like audio adjustments, I still have to go to him. <laughs> but, hey, but that's a that's a beautiful thing about relationships, Afisha, that you just you know what your skills are and uh, you go with it. One of the big questions that I get asked, and I, I love talking about this, is finding a balance between tasks when you're in a couple because I got really annoyed the other night I was on a chat on a Twitter chat with some wedding industry people which was great but the one thing that kept coming (laughs) up was why can't guys be more involved and I find this cliche I just find it really annoying because I feel like we're sort of pre-programming some guys to feel like they don't have to be involved when it's actually should be the industry's job to be marketing to both people and saying, hey, this is both of your decisions. Get involved. Have a good time. Start this planning together. So what do you you think about that? Are we doing it wrong or are we just not thinking about it the right way? I think the market overall has always been polarized to appealing to brides, right? And kind of sidelining the opinions of men. But as we've evolved in terms of even how we recognize couples, same-sex couples, there has to be a shift towards inclusiveness. And mm-hmm. that's something that we we really focused on very much in the beginning. Um, it wasn't just a pain point. We wanted to determine whether or not other people were feeling this way before even yeah. starting Wedspire. So we actually talked to over a hundred couples about their wedding planning experience, about how it was impacting their lives. Um, And Mm -hmm. interestingly enough, when we asked some of these couples, what were some of the emotions you feel when planning your wedding day? We thought the responses would be easily positive adjectives, right? Like happy, overjoyed, excited. (laughs) Um, But to our surprise, they responded with the words stressed or overwhelmed Mm. or both. Mm. and went on to um, vent their frustrations about being redirected to far too many places, not really having a lot of transparency if they did discover vendors that were matching their needs, and also the lack of inclusiveness um, uh, as far as catering to what um, the male would want in relationship dynamics where the male obviously is a part of the couple. Um, so these pains validate our assumptions and it was very important for us to get the collaboration experience right. So when you sign on to Wedspire, not only are you receiving Netflix style recommendations that help to curate the things around what you would want represented, um, to pull together your dream day. But the collaboration piece is really um, part and parcel with the planning process. So we include your fiance, we include your family members, your wedding pros, and offer tools to help you pull it all together so that everybody's ideas are represented, but the couple ultimately are the decision makers um, in a partnership, not polarized just to the bride. Yeah, the idea is that from the get-go, you, you know, you have this sort of discussion and you know what you both want. I, I did a little worksheet I give away for free um, when people mm. sign up for my mailing list and it was basically I, what questions you should both sit down and answer together when mm-hmm. you first get engaged just to be able to say, well, when I picture our wedding, this is these are my thoughts. and Because and, yes. I think sometimes people just barrel into it and then they get halfway through and they go, oh, you don't want a band? 
oh, I love bands. Or they're like, you know what to play death metal at our wedding? I always just picture we'd be doing that. And I think unless you have a conversation and you talk about collaboration, I think the first steps of collaboration is actually having a plan that is mutually agreed on, I suppose. So I love that you said that. I think that's so important and so many people miss that first step and then they're just stuck halfway through going, oh, fuck, what were we doing? <laughs> exactly. And and we, we really hone in on the couple's needs before all of the other noise happens, right? All of the other opinions yeah. happens because it should be reflective of you. When you look back at your pitch, your wedding pictures five years from now, you want to feel like this day represented us. I, I love talking about balance and I feel like sometimes, I don't know, I think you're a hard worker like me. I'm going to make a huge generalization, <laughs> but I feel it because you're running a business, you're working in partnership, you've got a startup going. Sometimes I know personally, I can get really involved in tasks and I can let other parts of my life sort of slink away and I make excuses because I'm like, I'm working hard. I haven't seen a friend in six weeks but that's fine because yeah. I'm working hard and I know we've got this great Facebook group called the Bride Chiller Community and it's lots of bride chillers jumping in and asking questions and talking about mm-hmm. their wedding planning but there is a theme that sort of I'm noticing and that is stress and overwhelm but also this idea that they are in this zone of wedding planning that you know it's hard to jump out of and sometimes mm-hmm. think about other things so how did you personally find getting into that zone but also trying to run the rest of your life because it can be complicated and challenging it's still a dance that I do every day (laughs) um and my my husband and I haven't even uh perfected it what I can say though is what's been helpful to us especially as we're going through the wedding planning process ourselves was relying on the advice of people who've been there before So whether it's um, reading inspiration blogs that retell the story or reading reviews of people's experiences or using a planning tool like a wedding plan tracker that projects everything that you need to get done, all the various milestones and tasks that you need to hit and involving the professionals who have the knowledge and experience to help you through these critical Mm -hmm. decision making process, the more you rely on these resources, the less you feel how overwhelming it is, which that stress itself kind of takes over a considerable amount of time in your life. So you're relieving that stress by consulting the resources in terms of people who've been there before and can guide you through these decisions, which alleviates the stress and and the time consumption part of that and allows you to find a little bit more balance. So that the, the process is yeah. also fun too. And that's the other thing is that people put so much pressure into the decision-making process um, that they take away the fun part of the, of the engagement experience. Yeah, there's two points I want to jump on that you just said then. The first is this idea of letting go of some of the responsibility. And like you just said, you hire professionals for a reason. And I think yes. a lot of people... <laughs> get so worked up in and it's not even like a control freaky thing but you put a lot of onus on the fact you're making these decisions you're putting all this money into it it's a big moment in your life but you know I I like to sort of reiterate it shouldn't be the biggest moment in your life there should be lots of other big moments hopefully Mm -hmm. because that's what life's about but the idea that you gotta let go of it sometimes and trust the people that you've hired to do the job and that's I think sometimes hard. I do in my business, I find it hard to not necessarily micromanage. So I totally 
connect with what you're saying about just picking the right people and then also just going, hey, this is your task. Go off and do it. Yes. I'm not going to bother you for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's and, it's, and it's tough. It's, it's yeah. extremely tough, especially because touching back to your, your earlier point, to piggyback on that point, it mm. is arguably one of the biggest days of your life. Um, and mm-hmm. hopefully the first and the last time you do this, right? <laughs> so sure. there's so sure. much um, that goes into putting together this day. And on top of that, you've never done it before. You're becoming yeah. this e- professional event planner over this 14th to 16th month engagement period. Um, and, you've, and you don't know where to start. So to eliminate a lot of, of um, the just the, the, the feelings of feeling overwhelmed with doing something new, default to the people that know better. <laughs> I promise yes. you they're likely going to guide you to make the best decisions. And stay true to yourself. Communicate the things yes. that you want um, that will be reflective of you and, and, and your, your fiancé. Um, but make sure that you're relying on that knowledge base to help you through these decisions because you've never done it before. And that's what they're there for. And they should be invested in delivering good service to you. I agree. And can I just say that when you say, when we say, we're going to both, I'm sure we're both going to agree on this, when we're defaulting to people and know what they're talking about, don't just go and sit on a wedding forum and listen to all those biatches that diss on you. (laughs) Or you know that there's some wedding forums that you're like, fuck off with your opinions. But then people put it out there. And then you ask the question and then they're like, I don't like that. I don't really think this is, you're nasty. You know, and they write this shit. Don't take, they're not the people we're saying to listen to. And I'm not saying exactly. don't go out there and ask questions. But I think taking to heart some mean girls is not what we're talking about. This is like people that you value their opinions. Pick who, pick people's opinions you value and listen to them. Don't get wrapped up in white noise of people that don't. For sure. Kind of think of it in, in, in the context of if you had a pain that you experienced from working out, you're probably going to consult a medical pro- professional versus one of your friends or family, right? Because they obviously exactly. have the know-how to assess the pain and offer the remedy um, to eliminate that pain. So think of wedding professionals in that sense and the resources <laughs> that are going to help you discover and organize your life around um, these the collaborating with these professionals and consult them because yes, it's great to hear the experiences and the reviews and whatnot of other people who have, who have been through this process before, but they ultimately mm. invested in making sure that their day reflected what they wanted. So yes. their opinions are not going to always match up with what you want. So kind of take Ooh. everything with a grain of salt, I think is, a, is always a good rule of thumb. Oh, I like that. And you said it much better than me going, don't listen to bitchy mean girls. <laughs> <laughs> I like your version uh, as well. You just fuck through the know. BS. <laughs> People are always like, Alicia, you're doing that voice again. I'm like, I don't really like that voice. I hate no. those girls. I don't hate anyone. I love but the I voice. Mean girls 2.0. Wait, <laughs> do we need it? I don't know. Get lost. Hey, official, we have to go to a break, but I am so happy to have you here. After we pop back from the break and listen to the break, people, it helps pay for this show. After we pop back from the break, we're going to learn more about Wedspy and we're going to give you some very practical, easy tips to not lose your shit when you're planning your wedding. Said like a total princess. 
<laughs> this is the Brad Chiller Podcast. Afisha is joining me today. We have similar names. We're both awesome. I'm not on myself, but you've got to support women in business. That's what we're doing. Uh, she is the founder, co-founder of Wedspire, and uh, your husband co-founded it with you. We have to give him some... Yes, shout out to Kevin Caps. Woot woot. <laughs> Kevin! Uh, I love that you're a, you're a duo. I love that you're working together. Tell me about the moment that you decided to start the business. I always think this is fascinating. Who said, hey, this could be a business. We should just devote our lives to this. Who came up with that? From the time that we realized just how overwhelming this process was, and he's mm-hmm. a big techie, so... Of course, he's looking, he's seeing me frazzled, looking at yeah. millions of, of images of wedding dresses, even after I filtered uh-huh. my search to like trumpet style, Gatsby dress, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and um, he's seeing just, I'm not finding a lot of transparency, right? I don't know if this image that I'm looking at is even something that can ship to my country or if it's available in my um, size, etc. And he's like, you know, there isn't a way to filter this stuff. And then we, the more we started mm-hmm. digging into it, we realized like, wow, there really isn't a solution that exists to search and discover and personalize your search to your needs. And imagine going through this rinse and re- repeat process as you're vetting 20 venues and 10 photographers and caterers and hairstylists and makeup artists and 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 photographers and cinematographers the list goes on and on in terms of the key verticals that compose um your your big day um so with with understanding our frustration and that this is something that obviously there's a lack of technology here to appeal to millennial couples like us we started talking to many other couples. We interviewed over 100, and they also validated our assumptions with that this is a legitimate pain point. So there's just way too much information and not really a way to distill it down to take away the heavy lifting and land us on the things that expi- inspiring us, uh, the things that inspire mm-hmm. us, um, helping us through the decision-making process. Um, so that's really what motivated us, um, that there was just so many other couples that this pain re- res- that resonated with, uh, this pain resonated with, and we wanted to just um, dive in, and I quit my job <laughs> as an events director. Wow. Um, he had a, a programming background, and he quit his job. We pulled together, actually, the money that was supposed to be used for the renewal of vows, um, um, <laughs> wedding that we ceremony and, and reception that we were going to have and completely injected it into starting and founding Wedspire in 2014. I, I love that you went, let's just do it. You believe in yeah. it, let's do it. And I deeply respect that because I think a lot of times, and it goes back to weddings and money as well, it's really hard to be able to have that discussion bringing two people together and to go, what's a reasonable amount of money to invest in a wedding? What's a reasonable amount of money to invest in a startup? Do we sure. change our lives and make this great step? And I think that's pretty marvelous that you both went, we see this as something we want to really commit a lot of time and work together as well, which, Thank you. you know, that's a test. And I love it. I think it's fantastic. Thank you. And it's still, it's still a balance. It's still a lot of, of, of it's a dance, right? Where I shift in a yeah. particular way when I transfer a certain amount of strengths, especially being a domain expert in this space, having that background. And then, of course, I'm heavily shifting and relying on him 
to balance out the technical know-how so that we're, we're marrying the two where we're still getting the social experience and the community right, despite being tech, which can be kind of mm-hmm. cold at times. Um, so it, oh, it is boy, a balance. But we, we, yeah. <laughs> so we rely on each other a, a, quite a ton um, in order to get the community right. So did you ever get to do your vow renewal? We haven't. So that's oh, the other oh. thing with with um, being invested in solving this problem. We're helping other people get married, but we still haven't <laughs> done our big vow oh. renewal. So kind of to give you a little bit of context, I'm going to go back a bit. Kevin and I, oh, when we um, first got married in 2010, um, we didn't have a ton of resources and we just knew that we wanted to commit the rest of our lives to each other. Um, so we actually had a civil ceremony where I wore a pretty dress, he wore a nice tux. We scooted on over to City Hall in Toronto, Canada, where we were based at the time. Um, yep. And with some close family and friends, uh, we had a beautiful ceremony and then had lunch after with that same group. But we both come from big, fat Trinidadian families, right? So we robbed them of the party. We robbed them of the full experience. <laughs> So that's why we were planning the vow renewal, saying, well, if for our fifth year, we'll, we'll plan and we'll um, do the big, part, the big celebration so that everybody could be a part of the experience that they missed out on initially and ended up using that money <laughs> to start Wedspire. So hopefully we'll get on that at some point. It's still very much a priority to us and to our families um, so that we can all celebrate that, that milestone together. Well, now you just need to make a, a shit ton of money on this business and then you can do, do whatever you want. <laughs> That's the goal, Alicia. But honestly, we're having a blast. We're really having a blast. It, there's no greater joy than experiencing through other people what, what they're feeling, the emotions that they're feeling, the excitement that they're feeling, and trying to deliver a product that hopefully helps them to have fun during the experience and remove the stressful part of the experience. Yeah, I mean, that basically is, I think, the success of any wedding vendor or anyone even in the periphery of the wedding industry. If you can give couples an experience that makes it fun and delivers on what you promise, obviously that's part of the thing that you say, I'm going to give you this and you do it. That's yes. that's basically what you've got to do. I, going back to this, this Twitter discussion is really in my head now, but um, one thing I go on and on about, and I think it's really interesting with different wedding vendors and hearing their opinion. I know that I can be a bit out there sometimes, Fisher. I can be a bit of a big mouth and some people don't really know how to <laughs> handle me. Thank you. <laughs> So I had said, I, I, one of the things I, I sort of say is I really don't like the constant use of the word perfection. It really yes. grates on me because I feel like that it's an immeasurable goal. And to me, we should all be focusing on things that make you happy rather than, I think it's more like wedding magazines that go plan the perfect day. And then people get anxiety and get stressed and feel overwhelmed because they're trying to reach this thing that doesn't exist. And I feel like we should really be focusing on saying, have a fucking great day or have an enjoyable day or have the happiest day of your life. Not, don't even say that. I reverse that. Have a (laughs) a really freaking happy day. We don't need to put labels on it that it's got to be this pinnacle peak of your life. And I said this in this Twitter discussion and a couple of the older, I don't want to say older physically, but I'm older minded people 
said, uh, I, no, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. And I think that some mm-hmm. of the people are like a bridezillas that behave that way because they're just, that's their mindset. And I'm like, no, I think people behave badly because they feel stressed and they don't really know what to do and they haven't got the output to get help and they don't know how to ask for help and they feel like they're letting yes. people down. So I get really worked up about it but I I feel like we are agents for change you know and I I, um, admire what you're doing because I feel like you are the output of your work is is of the similar ethos to what I'm doing and and I think it's great to be able to introduce your business to bride chillers because I think this is exactly what they're saying that's the end of my rant now Afisha I'll go home (laughs) I want to actually piggyback on your rant because your rant was awesome I don't have to actually, I don't actually have to say a ton there because I think you covered it, but there's really this paradigm shift, right? Where in one sense, wedding tradition is a beautiful thing. And there've been many wedding professionals kind of similar to what you experienced on your Twitter industry chat um, that are very rooted in, in tradition and have kind of done things the way they've always done it. But there's been this shift now where the majority of, couples getting married over around the world and in the United States 91% of them are millennials. These are people yeah. who are tech savvy, right? And yeah. yeah. A part of of this um this perfection um and the overwhelming feelings that they have around trying to perfect the perfect day is having to rely on a lot of archaic processes that just just aren't their jam. Like we're talking about people who are accustomed to using Instacart to go grocery shopping or Fitbit to track their health or um, Mm -hmm. different types of of travel resources to book their travel just via their mobile phones or using an app. Um, And we kind of honed into that where we want to respect the fact that there are professionals who can help you to achieve your an awesome day, a beautiful day, not the perfect day, because you're setting yourself mm-hmm. up for failure if you're trying to achieve the perfect day. But while marrying the and or attending to the needs that technology can bring to kind of make the process more convenient, more seamless for both the couples and the pros who are supporting them. So that's why with our smart matching technology, our members can enjoy mm-hmm a personalized curated feed of shoppable items. So from wedding cakes to venues, suiting their style, budget, wedding date availability, and more, while also um, delivering the on-demand experience of being able to do everything in one place from the way you collaborate, the way you curate your ideas and your inspiration. We really wanted to get the community right to honor the fact that there are wedding professionals who are very knowledgeable in what they do and will kill themselves to deliver for their clients the best day possible, but shifting a little bit to ensure that we're attending to the needs of millennial couples who are relying on technology to pull the day together and make sure that it's a beautiful day, but not necessarily trying to achieve a perfect day. Cause you're always setting yourself up for failure if that's your aim essentially. And I think if you go into that with all of your planning from the moment that you decide you want to get hitched to the, uh, you know, the champagne toast at the end, you were going to be A-OK. And I do think you've just got to, just to come back to, you know, sort of sum all this up, Fisher. that I think the idea that, you know, it's a day or possibly a weekend, it's going to be a rad party. You're going to have an amazing time. But 
it's it's just a day and that you need to still live your life and see yes. friends and go outside and go and have a vodka tonic somewhere and not talk about weddings <laughs> because also your friends sometimes go let's talk about game of thrones or let's talk about something else that's not your wedding and i'm not dissing but i know it can be really easy to get on that one track pony and i do it i talk about the podcast all the time and people are like you still doing that i'm like damn straight i'm still doing that we're taking over the world but i don't need to talk about it all the time (laughs) you know what's funny about that um i actually have a friend that that is my check in in that in that way where Whenever he and I do like a catch up call or if we're chatting on what's um, on WhatsApp, I'm just so conditioned to talk about Wedspire. It has consumed a good chunk of my life that yeah, when he asks me, hey, what's going on with you? Oh, my gosh. Wedspire just did this. We just released that. We, we're, our customers are really happy. Our vendors are really liking this new feature. And he's like, hold up. <laughs> How are you doing? And I'm like, shit, yeah. that's a really hard question sometimes to answer when you're so consumed and I can see that becoming the case for many couples where for 12 to 14 months this is all that they feel that they need to be concerning themselves with or talking about but think about it in the same way that when you're prepping for an exam right sometimes you need to step away and de-stress and talk about something or look at something that is entirely not related to the material that you're studying for that's yes. kind of what I'm starting to do now at this stage where Wedspire has gotten to a, a really um, cool phase where it doesn't require me to be have my hands in everything. It, I can have my hands on everything and still go watch Wonder Woman with my husband and have an <laughs> awesome night or um, yes. talk, talk to my girlfriends about the fact that there's some celebrity tabloid happening or just, <laughs> just trivial things yes. that really and truly just take your mind off work. And sometimes, honestly, by doing that, I'm able to, out of nowhere, come up with this really cool idea for a problem that I was trying to figure out when I was in the thick of it at work and just couldn't figure it out because I was so consumed with trying to attack the problem. Stepping away sometimes Mm -hmm. gives you clarity while also giving you the balance to enjoy other things outside of the main um, focal point, which in the case of couples is usually wedding planning. Oh, well said. Bloody hell. Good on you. I mean, look, I think the, you, you've summed it up deliciously. I mean, the, the idea, I think the idea, just, just before we wrap it up, I wanted to say the idea that it's okay to be stressed. Don't be stressed yes. about being stressed. I'm freaking stressed all the time. But I also think you need yes. to be aware of checking in on yourself and realising that, you know, there are other things going on. And if you're stressed, take yourself out of that moment. Like, I, I love that you just really reiterated that because I think we need to hear that more often and also I think women especially we're given a bit of a yes you can do everything which you can there is no doubt but also the expectations that sometimes put on us as business women as employers employees as wives girlfriends fiancés it can be a lot and I think it's also really great to ask for help or say I need a night off or I want to go to a swimming pool and just do laps or go for a run or go to a crazy class, or go to a bar. Just do it. Enjoy it. Just do it. Because at the end of the day, you you become a better person enjoying these life experiences. And I promise you there is a greater and even more epic um, uh, experience after the wedding ceremony, after the big day, uh, at every turn. I'm 
seven years in um, and I'm having the time of my life with my husband. Uh, so after the wedding day, I promise you there are other milestones to keep the honeymoon kind of going that, that you yes. should be enjoying outside of this process, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes absolute sense. Look, this has been a delight. What a great 30 minutes of my life I've just spent with you. And we've got, uh, I'm sure, more things. Yeah, I know. Look at us. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Brachillas. Same to you. Oh. Thanks, same to you. Oh, this it's... is incredible what you're doing and such a, a useful just vehicle for, for moving conversation like this. I'm sure many of your listeners are eternally grateful that you decided to, 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 to take on this initiative. So bravo to you as well. Oh, well, thank you. We're both back padding. We're doing very well. And look, I would like you to give a mega plug to Wedspire. Where can people find you? How do they get involved? How can they use your amazing business to de-stress and enjoy their lives? Check out Wedspire.com and take our style quiz. I promise you, your journey on Wedspire starts with fun. It's all about learning about you and curating and personal and personal and creating a personalized experience around you. So check out Wedspire.com and start your journey with us and follow us also on social um, at Wedspire yeah. on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And that way you're also keeping in the know about all of our upcoming specials and other things that can also help with the wedding planning process. Oh, I love it. You do have very uh, gorgeous social medias and uh, I often fawn over your pretty pictures. So there you go. Thank all right, you. Well, My team's should... awesome. Well, <laughs> in that regard. I love it. You've got it. Surround yourself with good people. And uh, I'm delighted to have spent this time with you. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. Say a delicious hi to your husband, Kevon, and say well done for being a great partner and figuring out audio. We appreciate Thank you. him. Will do. <laughs> <laughs> a pleasure, Alicia. Thank you. Oh. My pleasure. And look, if you would like to get in touch and learn more about the Bride Chiller podcast, what we do, if you'd like to contribute, if you are a Bride Chiller graduate, you can also get in touch and write a blog, share your beautiful day and all your stress busting ideas. All you need to do is visit thebridechiller.com and make sure you jump on board and join the Bride Chiller community. Afisha, you should join and get get in touch with people. I'd love to. Okay, I'll do that I'm right join. now. I'm gonna <laughs> good. All right, she's in. I'm and in. when this episode goes, to, well, she's in. And when the episode goes to air, we'll have a discussion about stress busting. There it is. Jump on and find that discussion. The Bride Chiller community. If you are looking for it, it's a closed community, but we'll let everyone in because we're nice. Until next week, <laughs> my lovely friends. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> The Bride Chilla Podcast. The only place a cookie cutter should be used is in the kitchen. Am I right?